0: once your baby is mobile it can be a lot harder to check things off your to-do list for the day because you feel like you can't take your eyes off of them a lot of parents use screen time and hey to each your own but if you're looking for some alternatives to screen time to keep your kids entertained engaged and educated we've got some great information for you on today's episode so stay tuned this is newbies
2: Gorgeous.
3: Um, it's a girl. Surprise!
2: The whole family's here! So when are you having the next
0: one? (gasps) It's just poop. Ready for another? Wow! You look really tired. Ready to go back to work? Yellow poop? Seriously? Did you sterilize this? Sex? Now? You've got to be joking. You should sleep when the baby sleeps.
3: She doesn't look anything like
4: you.
0: I thought you already had your baby. I did. Babies don't come with instructions, so there's Newbies, helping new moms and new babies through the first year. Welcome to Newbies listeners. Newbies is your online on-the-go support group guiding new moms through their baby's first year. I'm Natalie Gross. I have a four-year-old boy and a baby girl. We've got a great show today talking about some screen time alternatives for babies and young kids. Now, before we get started, I want to say that I would love for all of you listening to come join the fun over at our new membership club called Mighty Moms. That's where we let you all know about upcoming recordings and other new mommy media events. You can also connect with other moms in your same stage of parenting and continue the discussion of topics that we cover here on the podcast. And did I mention it's totally free to join? Simply go to our website, newmommymedia.com, click become a mighty mom to sign up. We also have a weekly newsletter you can sign up for on our website. And of course, your best way to stay updated with our content is to hit that subscribe button in your podcast app of choice. Now, without further ado, I want to introduce our guest today. We have Drew Vernon, Director of Education at Tony's. He will be joining us a little later on in the show as our featured expert for the day. But we also have moms, Amberly, Ellie, and Alyssa. So thank you, mamas, so much for being here. I will turn the mic over to you all now and let you introduce yourselves. So tell us a little bit about you
2: and your families. So Ellie, do you want to kick us off? Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I'm Ellie. I'm a mom of three, 16, eight, and six, all boys. All um, oh, boys, boy mom. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. It is chaos, but a lot of fun. Very rewarding. Awesome. And Ellie, where are you located? Uh, right now, I'm actually in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, but I'm currently in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, uh, living there with my family for work.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks so much for being here. Amberly. what about you?
3: I um, have a lot of littles. I have a, a stepson that's 12 years old. I have a 5-year-old girl, 4-year-old boy, 2-year-old boy, 1-year-old boy and another one on the way. Not sure if it's a boy or girl yet. Oh wow,
0: congratulations. Thank That's you. exciting. Yes. Awesome. And where are you located?
3: Uh Eagle Mountain, Utah. Okay. All right. All right. And Alyssa,
1: tell us about you. Hi, um uh, my name is Alyssa Loring. I am a motherhood lifestyle and family travel blogger at feathersandstripes.com. And um, I have three little kids. So I have a, an almost six-year-old, a son who is turning three this week, and a seven-week-old as well. So I am in the thick of it. Wow. Yes, you are in the thick
0: of it. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> Congratulations to you. Thank
1: you. Thanks.
0: So today we're chatting about screen time alternatives, especially with babies and young kids. So, what has been your experience with this topic? Has it been important to you to find alternatives to screen time? And just noting, this is a completely judgment free zone. So, if you're like, "Nope, we just pop on the TV all the time," that's fine too. Ellie, why don't you go?
2: Certainly. Um, as far as screen time for our family, I'm a gamer, so is my husband, and so is our teenager. So it's actually been really difficult. It's, it's been a hot button topic in our family because it's hard to implement something that you're not exactly modeling for your kids. So we've tried to find alternatives for our kids. And that's one really nice way that Tony Box has come into play. So it, it has been really important for us to find alternatives to screen time where some parents might turn on the TV or might hand their child a tablet. We try to find alternatives. We try to you know, give our kids a Tony Box or Instead of putting on a TV, maybe putting on a character Tony and letting them listen to content that's on there, listen to a story or listen to some songs.
0: Awesome. We're going to be definitely talking a lot more about Tony boxes with Drew today. But Amberly, what's kind of your situation with screen time in your house? Do you look for those alternatives?
3: Uh, Yes, I do. Uh, My five year old somehow got obsessed with um, YouTube. Her auntie gives her everything she wants because she was the first one, the first girl. And so if she ever made a noise, that was kind of my sister's go-to was to just give her the phone. And it really bothered me, but I tried to just, I don't know, I'm a people pleaser. So I just kind of rolled with it and it really bothered me. There were just like the weirdest shows and things they were saying. And I'm like, why are you watching this? And I noticed actually a huge change in her attitude whenever she has the iPad, even if it's just for a little bit. And so like I told my sister, no more of that. And so we'll watch, you know, like the princess shows and she loves the princess shows. So she likes to sing all the songs. So the Tony box, uh, we just got introduced to it last year and it was a huge game changer for us because we also moved kind of this similar time to a pretty big house where we were all on the same level until we moved into the new house and they have a playroom So when they go up to their playroom, it's too quiet for them. And so they could just grab a Tony, put it on there and listen or just play. And that's also been a huge game changer in the car. We have a lot of family that we travel to. And so it keeps them entertained in the car without having to have the iPad or the phone.
0: That's awesome. Thanks so much for sharing. All right, Alyssa.
1: So obviously having, you know, a newborn and then two older kids, um, we are always looking for something to entertain the older ones when we, you know, either need to make dinner or if I need to feed the baby or whatever is going on. Um, We also do, you know, like a lot of families take long car rides. And so um, being able to not have an iPad or a screen that's put in front of them is, is a big deal to me. Um, We actually didn't introduce screens to the kids until, well, at least with my older one, until she was probably, you know, a year and a half. And somehow we've managed to never have to use screens on, you know, a car ride that is shorter than four hours, which is great. I also make a rule about no screens at the table. So whether that's at a restaurant or at home, it's just really important for my husband and I to have you know that quality time with the kids. So obviously, all that being said, there are a lot of situations where you need something that might take the place of a screen. Um, and uh, you know, being in that kind of motherhood blogging space, I'm always looking for and hearing about like the next best thing or the you know the latest and greatest. So, I had heard about the Tony box for a while before diving in and buying one for each of my older kids. Again, older in quotes being five and three, and they really took to them. I, I was really surprised about how much they love them. But you know, before that, it was books, it was magazines, it was you know anything we could do to to not have them just staring at a screen. So yeah, it it is something that's been important to us as a family.
0: Awesome. Thanks so much for sharing. I'm excited to chat more with all of you a little bit later. But first, you know, we've started talking about Tony boxes. So let's get into it. After a quick break, I'm going to be talking with our expert, Drew Vernon. Stay tuned.
2: Today on Newbies,
0: we're talking about some alternatives to screen time. And you've already heard our guest talk about the Tony box. Well, our featured guest today is Drew Vernon, who leads Tony's Education, partnering with schools, museums, and libraries to promote screen-free education for children. Prior to Tony's, Drew led the U.S. preschool business for Lego and also started Connecticut's first state-licensed drop-in daycare center. So Drew, thanks so much for being here today. Welcome to Newbies.
4: Oh, thank you for having me. It's great to be here.
0: Absolutely. Well, Tony's is the company behind the very popular Tony box that we've already been chatting about. Tell us more about this product and how it works.
4: Yeah. The Tony box is a screen-free audio system for kids. It's about a five-inch speaker. Uh, there's a layer of foam around the speaker and it uses figures called Tony's to play different types of audio content. So you put a, a figure on the box and it'll begin to play a song or a story that's associated with that character.
0: Okay. Awesome. And so, how is this beneficial for promoting literacy and speech development for kids? I mean, obviously, reading stories to our kids, but how does listening really help with this?
4: Yeah. If you take a look at literacy, the first step to becoming literate is to listen to someone read to you. So, to have an on demand storybook player uh, allows a child to uh, immerse themselves in the world of stories before they can uh, even read words or even letters on a page. Um, So that combined with the fact that there's no visual stimulation really allows the child to focus on the, the audio and the tactile play elements of storytelling.
0: Tell me a little bit more about that tactile play. You mentioned these characters. What kind of characters do you have? What's available out there for kids?
4: So we license with all of the best entertainment and education companies, ranging from Disney to Universal, Paramount, Dr. Seuss, National Geographic, PBS Kids. Uh, the list goes on. Uh, basically, we will take a well-known character and we will either use existing content for that character, like for a Disney figurine, it might be the story of Moana with the songs from the movie. or or it might be a literary character like Horton Hears a Who from Dr. Seuss. So whatever the character is, we combine the audio and we make it into a figurine that can then be played on the box.
0: Okay, that's neat. How can the Tony box be useful to introduce these types of learning tools to babies as well? Because our audience consists mostly of new moms. So I want to know how it can be used at this young age, but on the flip side, how much might be too much for this?
4: Sure. Uh, yeah. So the Tony box, as I mentioned, is screen-free and we do have a lot of content that is is for older children, but it, it's actually a great uh, tool because it can start with infancy. And so if, if you're planning on getting a white noise machine, uh, you may just consider getting a Tony box because we have white noise Tonys, we have lullabies, we have bedtime stories, uh, content that's suitable for infants and helping them sleep and then gradually getting them into to kind of more stimulating, complex uh, stories as they grow older. Uh, you mentioned overstimulation. The fact that there's no screen helps um, to not overstimulate the child. Uh, so it is mainly about uh, audio as well as touch. And in um, the younger ages, you know, it may not be appropriate for, for kids under three to be using the box on their own. And so that's where it would probably be on a shelf or on a dresser or out of reach. Uh, with the primary purpose being just having the child listen to the audio.
0: Well, when babies and kids are using the Tonys, how can parents play an active role in the whole process as opposed to, you know, just kind of using this device as a babysitter?
4: Yeah, I think it's important for kids to have both time alone to explore independently as well as to have time with uh, other children as well as uh, parents and caregivers. And so the, the caregiver parent experience is to help explain the different features of the character, to introduce the characters to the children, and to, to show them how to use the box. Because without a screen, the navigation all comes down to touch. And so if you want to select the next track or story, for example, you actually have to hit the side of the box. And it's it's kind of tactile where the child will learn how to to do that on their own. And they can also tilt the box at a 45 degree angle to fast forward. Yeah and they can adjust the volume themselves by pinching the ears. Uh, so that is uh, the basic use of the Tony Box and, and the parent or caregiver experience comes in to assist with that at, at the young ages. Okay,
0: and I suppose also sitting down with them and listening to the story and getting involved in that is probably not a bad thing either.
4: Yeah, and I think you can also learn from the stories that you listen to. So if it is a co-listening experience, then the parent can play the role of you know comprehension and say, you know, who's the main character of the story? What, what challenge did they have to face, and what was the result? And that can really help retention, and that can help child learn. You know how to listen to stories to actually learn from them.
0: Okay. Well, of course, a lot of times we parents need to keep our babies and children entertained, like I mentioned at the beginning, so we can actually get things done. And screen time, of course, has its place. But given your years of experience working in this space, you know, with Lego and other companies, I'm curious if you have some other suggestions as well for screen time alternatives.
4: Yeah, I think that it comes down to the the stimuli that you give your kids. You know, we talk a lot about social media and digital media and and we saw through COVID skyrocketing uh, screen time use among children. Uh, We, you know, daycare shut down, (laughs) school shut down for a time. We gave our kids our iPhones and our Netflix shows. And now that things have gotten back to normal, some of these bad habits have persisted. And so, instead of looking to digital media, I look to, you know, different types of media the meaning of media or medium is some sort of substance through which you express yourself or some sort of substance through which, you know, you give an impression. So for that, you could give crayons, you know, markers, Lego bricks, you know, give your child different media to express themselves and that can help get them off of screens.
0: Thanks so much for sharing, Drew. When we come back, moms Amberly, Ellie, and Alyssa will be joining us again to share their perspectives. We're continuing our discussion with Drew Vernon of Tony's and bringing back moms and Tony Box users Amberly, Ellie, and Alyssa. So, moms, as users of the Tony Box in your households, you know we what we just talked about. Do you have any thoughts on what we've just heard from Drew? Uh,
1: this is Alyssa. I do. Um, so I think um, every family kind of acts a little bit differently how they handle screens. And especially during the COVID pandemic, when you had, you know, two parents in the household who were trying to work and children who were at home and just trying to figure out what, what you were going to do. Screens definitely became a bigger part of everyday life. Um, I I do like how Drew was talking about Tony's allowing kids to focus on the storytelling versus, you know, the visuals that are in front of them, which I actually see a lot with my five-year-old who will actually stop a Tony to tell me what's happening in the story, even if it's a Sky from Paw Patrol Tony that she's listened to about 900 times. Um, She always stops it at certain parts to tell me something that's like really exciting in the story. I do like the idea of kids being more involved in the story versus just, um, something that's flashing in front of them. So I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to, um, you know, data on like what I should and shouldn't be doing with my kids. And I had read some statistics about, Um, certain specific TV shows. So everybody makes fun of me, but I don't allow Melon in my house. And it's partially because I feel like there's, you know, not a lot of educational value. There's a lot of um, stuff just flashing on the screen and the kids don't really have an opportunity to have any interaction. And that's one thing that I think Tony does really well is that the kids can interact with the box in a way that's kid-friendly. They can choose their Tony. They can stop the story, start a different story. They can fast forward or rewind or whatever. And so I think that the Tony box as a screen-free alternative has worked really well for our family. And, you know, obviously there are a million other things that kids could do, drawing or crafts or whatever, but it's something that that has, I think, really really benefited my children in a way of, of doing something that's, you know, kind of constructive, um, that's outside of just, you know, sitting and vegging in front of the TV.
0: And I know you mentioned you got the Tony box relatively recently, Alyssa, but did you notice any sort of speech development or, um, like you mentioned comprehension that was enhanced by using this?
1: So we got them at Christmas actually. So we've had them now for, six and a half months. I don't know that speech and comprehension is something that I've particularly noticed. I think it's, you know, there's, obviously there's some development that happens with age anyway. So I don't know how much is attributed to, you know, Tony box or, or the stuff that my kids do extracurricularly versus just their natural development. But I do like that, you know, like I said, my daughter will stop a Tony and tell me what's happening in the story. And I like that because obviously comprehension wise, she's paying attention. She hears what's going on. They'll tell me about their favorite Tony stories and they'll fight over certain Tonys, which I probably should have duplicates of at this point. But, um, you know, with each of them having their own box, if we're on a long car trip, they'll put their headphones on. And so they can hear it, but we can't, which is, you know, nice to give us some time for adult conversation. But yeah. I mean, with story comprehension, I can tell that my at least my five year old knows what's happening in the story. She can follow along um even if she's coloring or doing something else at the same time. And I think for my three year old who is just turning three this week, it's more of you know, he's very entertained by looking at the Tony, hearing, you know, the voices. Mickey Mouse is his favorite. And I, I don't know how much he's really comprehending what's happening in, in this, you know, 45 minute story, but he's entertained and, and he likes it. So it's, you know, it's, it's worked well for our family.
0: Yeah.
3: Amberly or Ellie, any thoughts along those lines? Um, I have some thoughts on that. My two year old was very um, delayed in speaking. Um, He has a five year old sister and a four year old brother that kind of just know what he wants So he'll just kind of make a noise and they're like, oh, mom, this is what he wants. This is what he's saying. And the ones that my kids actually like more are just the songs. So there's um, just like the children's favorite songs or their favorite right now is the Elemental Peas, which they have a whole book series on. Um, But the songs are what entertain my kids the most. And it's songs that my mom's a preschool teacher, so she'll sing them songs. They recognize that they have heard that song before and they sing along to it. So my two-year-old, I feel has, it has helped him in talking a little more because he'll sing along to the songs. Or there's a few that um, follow the books like the Elemental Peas, Chicka Chicka Boom Boom, where it will read you the story and we kind of just follow along with the book, but it's hearing someone besides mom reading to them. And I feel for him, it's really helped just him talk a little
0: bit more. Nice. We're big chicka, chicka, boom, boom fans. Yes. My
2: house. <laughs> Allie, what about you? Um, I really agree with a lot of what Drew said. I definitely think uh, that bad habits were established, definitely in my household, you know, during the pandemic, because we were so limited in what we could do, where we could go. And, you know, you've got kids who are climbing up the walls because there's really, not much of an option for other activities. So I appreciate that it was kind of, I think it was kind of around that time that we became uh, familiar with Tony's, maybe a little later. I know it was prior to my kids starting school and uh, they would actually take the Tony figures and build like a Lego house and then put the Tony figures in the Lego house and start playing with them in the Lego house. So that's definitely been a, a fun kind of uh, branching out to other um, screen-free things, like Drew had said. I noticed that my kids had better like letter recognition and could follow along, like Amberly said, with books. There were more interactive Tonys, um, such as, I believe, Cookie Monster, where Cookie Monster would ask you a question and my kids would yell back at them. And it, it really helped kind of with the dialogue. It helped with the word recognition. There are some Tonys in different languages Some have uh, Spanish, so I know that uh, Dragons Love Tacos has the books read by the author in English and then read by the author in Spanish. And so my kids have actually really enjoyed listening to that and seeing if they can follow along. Awesome. Moms,
0: any other thoughts on screen time alternatives that you've used in your house that we haven't already touched on?
2: Um. Actually, the creative Tonys have been a really cool factor for us. I don't think anybody's mentioned them yet, um, but you can actually put your own content on them. Tonys has a wonderful app and also a website, and you can add content from them and put them on your creative Tonys to play for your kids. And I know that they release content for holidays, content about important historical figures, um, animals, songs. And that's actually been a really neat feature to put on for my kids. Um, We have family that lives very far away. And so they've been able to record little messages or maybe reading a a favorite book. Um, And they've sent those files to me and we've been able to put that onto a creative Tony. Um, And it makes my kids absolutely ecstatic to hear, you know, a new message from grandpa on their Tony. Yeah, that's neat.
1: That's really cool. I, I could see that being a huge thing for family far away. I've also heard of people using the creative Tonys to make, to do stories that their kids love that they don't currently have a Tony for, which is kind of cool too. But I think for us in terms of other screen-free alternatives for my kids, we do a lot of just, um, you know, coloring and um, building with Lego and doing other sorts of um, more like physical um, activities, I guess, where, you know, you're not just, uh, passively enjoying something you're actually, um, doing something. So I don't think there are any screen-free alternatives I can think of that are more of like a passive activity that my kids currently do. And I'm, I'm curious
3: if anybody else has any.
1: Me too.
3: (laughs) Amberly. any thoughts? So I have heard of I think it's called the Yodo box, um, which is similar to the Tony's. Uh, it's just kind of, you put the card in the machine. I just have little kids. So I just figure those would get ruined pretty easy versus the figurines, but I've heard that as well.
0: Drew, any last thoughts as to wrap up our discussion here?
4: Yeah, I usually like to wrap up just with, um, just saying that it matters, <laughs> the, the amount of time that kids are in front of the screens. Uh, it's a very formative time for childhood. And uh, it changes your chemistry when you're uh, glued to a screen. It changes your behavior. We're seeing that more and more. Increased social anxiety, increased um, you know ADHD, uh, inability to focus. Uh, so whatever you're using, whether it's a Tony box or something else, I would just encourage parents to be mindful of it and to try to reduce the amount of screen time they're giving, especially to young kids.
0: Well, thank you so much, Drew, for sharing all of this great information. And to our moms, Amberly, Ellie, and Alyssa, thanks so much for joining us for this episode today. And be sure to check out the Tonys website at us.tonys.com. Also check out our website, newmommymedia.com, where we have all of our podcast episodes, plus videos,
2: and more. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must-not-take-yourself-too-seriously and 6-1-since-that-matters and
0: wraps up our show for today we appreciate you listening to newbies don't forget to check out our sister shows preggy pals for expecting parents parent savers for moms and dads with toddlers the boob group for moms who give breast milk to their babies and twin talks for parents of multiples thanks for listening to newbies your go-to source for new moms and new babies
4: this has been a new mommy media production It should not be used for diagnosing or treating healthcare problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified healthcare provider.
2: Hey, mamas